0: You are listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. My name is Ed Frank. I am NCBA's Senior Director of Policy Communications. And joining us this week by phone from Lincoln, Nebraska, is Pete McClymouth. Pete, of course, is the Executive Vice President of the Nebraska Cattlemen. Pete, thank you very much for joining us and taking some time out of what I know has been a very long and tough week for you guys.
1: Absolutely. But it's it's uh, I'm always comforted and brought back to be, being grounded By the fact that our members and producers are so negatively impacted by this once-in-a-hundred-year storm.
0: Yeah, before we get into some of the details of of exactly what happened, just how are you guys doing out there right now?
1: Well, I think obviously as you see uh, disasters around the country happen and people are always wonderful and wanting to help you, you kind of have in the back of your mind that we'll get it someday, but you're never really prepared knowing that it will ultimately happen. And so there's good things in place with our Nebraska Emergency Management Agency, and they've been close coordination with FEMA. But, you know, when you get down to the personal stories of, of uh, loss of ground, loss of livestock, and in a rare case, loss of life, it it just, it, it kind of overwhelms you. But nonetheless, We're working hard, and I've got a great staff, great leadership, and we're getting through it.
0: Yeah, um, we'll keep up the great work. And uh, we've all seen the photos online. We've seen the photo in the video and on on the news. Um, But, you know, that certainly doesn't, uh, you know, really drive home the scale and the impact of this thing. Can you talk a little bit, just back up and, and let folks know, How this all happened exactly, it was a very unique kind of a storm, this bomb cyclone thing um, with snow and ice and, you know, rain and flooding. And it it, it was a very um, unique situation that caused all of this. Um, And then maybe just try to describe the scale for people who aren't there on the ground.
1: So the unusual thing that started this uh, off really was uh, in the fall and early winter when we had a really wet winter with the ground being saturated and so we had I've never seen before the amount of rain we've had during the winter and we had a high snowfall so this was easily the most challenging winter from a weather perspective in the last 35 years so you couple all that and then in the moment as you reference the bomb cyclone that started in the Rockies, and the Denver area, and worked across eastern uh, Colorado, and then northwest Kansas, southeast Wyoming, and into Nebraska, those weather systems hit. So this was really unusual because in the western part of Nebraska, in the Sandhills and the Panhandle, they had true blizzard conditions. And about the halfway point in the state, Highway 281, you saw rain first, then snow, high winds, then rain, and then coupled with the frozen ground where the ground could not absorb any of the moisture, it was all a literally a perfect storm that created these conditions, literally that happened in 12 hours. So that that made it a true challenge uh, for people. And then most people might not know, but in our state, we have so many rivers, streams, creeks. And so that expands the potential damage because of when things crest and go out of the banks as it works its way towards the Missouri River it it was truly devastating
0: yeah, absolutely, and if you haven't uh, had a chance to really, I, you know, the national news will cover this for a day or two it seems like, and then they move on to the next thing. Everybody's talking about the Mueller investigation right now. Um, stuff that just doesn't really seem that important in the grand scheme of things. When you If you go to Twitter and just type in Nebraska flood and just see all of the, the devastati- devastating photos that pop up. Um, ben Sass, the senator from Nebraska, has been doing a lot of tweeting um, this week uh, of his tours around the state and the Highway 281 one bridge that you had just mentioned is just completely washed away. It looks like it was just, like, snapped in half, um, uh, like a Lego uh, set or something. Um, and we've read the numbers, too. I mean, on, you guys came out a couple of days ago and said that uh, estimated that feedlot and, and cow-calf operations have lost about $400 million in the state. Crop losses are estimated to be about 400 something million. Um, you know, I think of Nebraska's 93 counties, 77 have declared emergencies, and the president has, has since approved a disaster declaration in, in, in Nebraska. So hopefully some um, relief will, will be coming your way uh, soon. Um, but in the meantime, these are all numbers that we're reading in the newspaper or hearing on the news. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, how some specific uh, cattle operations, for example, have been uh, impacted by, uh, by this disaster?
1: Yes, and to that point, as you just highlighted the, the challenges and where it is, I think another thing that's important to remember, because of uh, state and federal highways, we have 16 bridges out, 13 have approaches that have washed away and, uh, excuse me, that have washed out, and then three have had approaches washed out. So that has added, we estimated, a million dollars a day to producers to have uh, Their, uh, you know, whether it be feeder cattle, fat cattle, feedstuffs, uh, added million dollars a day. And so we felt really comfortable providing that number to FEMA. But in terms of individual operations, producers really did a great job knowing that this was coming. We always take these things seriously. And a lot of people weren't affected because they were very proactive. But because it happened so quick, uh, water waste came up extremely fast that you heard one case in central Nebraska where a gentleman was moving 32 pairs, cow-calf, to uh, from a low pasture up to higher ground, and uh, a dike broke and he lost all 32. We've heard of an instance where uh, somebody lost 300 cows because obviously we're calving this time of year, and so you have your cows in locations that are central so you can get to them. watch them provide the care and so at the end of the day you can't believe those things then then one that uh is really amazing is um in east central nebraska the plat broke its banks cut a new channel and went through an operation and washed away 1200 head of feeder cattle so this is not just uh, cow-calf, this is not just feedlot, it's every part of production. And so from that standpoint, uh, you just can't fathom it. And and the worst thing is, uh, a week ago, we lost a member who went to help uh, a person uh, in need move something, was on a bridge, the bridge collapsed, and the tractor washed away. And so the funeral was earlier this week. So you know it it just you, you can't grasp it and so from that standpoint um you always have to keep yourself first but our guys are always wanting to take care of the cattle right there with themselves and that makes makes this hard for how it's been widespread
0: yeah and our heart uh our hearts all go out to to, to you guys and one thing that has impressed me um, deeply in my time here at NCBA is how everybody in the industry um, steps up and helps out um, their brothers and sisters who are going through uh, difficult times. You know, I mean, I, I know producers in Nebraska um, helped, uh, you know, raise money and, and help out any way they can uh, when hurricanes hit Florida or North Carolina or Texas or if there's wildfires um, out in California or Idaho. Um, you know, the producers in Nebraska stepped up. And I'm absolutely certain that um, producers around the country are going to step up uh, now that it's uh, Nebraska's time of need. And not just Nebraska, we should point that out. I mean, obviously, these floods and this storm um, impacted a lot of folks in Iowa and Kansas and and the upper Midwest and, and the Plains states. But Nebraska seems to be sort of uh, ground zero for this one, unfortunately. Um, now, Pete, you guys have set up the Nebraska Cattlemen Disaster Relief Fund. Um, can you uh, talk a little bit about that and tell folks how that how they can contribute to that?
1: So, if people want to help out, please go to NebraskaCattlemen.org. dot org, and it's the first opportunity on our webpage to uh, support financial relief. So, I have to really uh, thank my board as well as my staff. We we did this. In record time and got it going. Uh, we set up an account via PayPal and so it went live on Tuesday. So I, I can't thank my staff and their talent and our leadership of our board to get it done. And so I've been uh, warmed greatly by my colleagues across the country at the different state cattle associations, beef associations, They've lent their support and uh, their experiences and what they've done in their respective states to get ahead of this. So we feel confident we're going to get lots of donations in from benevolent people across the country. Uh, Just this morning, we got our mail, and there was probably a stack of two inches thick of letters from people that have sent us monies to contribute via check, Um, And so, um, you know, it just amazes, like you said, people in the industry that are negatively impacted by how much our country and our industry cares for each other. So it's, uh, you wish you didn't have to go through it. You definitely wish that the people, uh, boots on the ground that are dealing with these challenges didn't have to deal with it. but so we're doing our best we're hustling and we're going to try to get the funds out to people as quickly as possible and so we're grateful and and also on that same note uh vice president mike pence was here earlier this week and greg eyeball usda undersecretary is uh, coming out to nebraska on monday and tuesday to assess the damage and you know highlight the programs that are there federally to as- assist producers as well as what Nebraska Governor Pete Ricketts has done with his declarations to get people in need the resources they can to try to start to go forward.
0: All right. Well, Pete, thank you for all of your hard work over the past week and whatever week and a half, two weeks it's been. Um, and please, uh, you know, know that you guys are all in our thoughts and prayers uh, around the country. And uh, if there's anything that, that we can do, please uh, just let us know.
1: Thank you, Ed. And thanks to the NCBA family.
0: You've been listening to Beltway Beef. Until next week, eat beef. Consider donating online at NebraskaCattlemen.org and check us out on Twitter at, at
1: Beltway Beef. Thanks for listening.